And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. This is Lee Dort and I'm Donna Dunk. This is Lee Dort and I'm Donna Dort. I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Poku, and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these? I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew. Like I'm struggling so much today. Uh, we are part of the Athletic Podcast Network. We really appreciate you guys being here today. On Mondays, as always, I'm with my guy, Michele Barra. Michele, what's up? Well, I cannot podcast with this microphone here. Um, it's It's been a struggle. Uh, I, I don't know how to how to set my camera in order for it to be oh, like no. not in the middle. Um if I tried. If you're this watching is, on the YouTube page, you can just see our struggles. We've just been we've been uh, struggling yeah. mightily so far to start this pod. Uh, as did the Thunder last night in Oklahoma City oh, yeah. against the Mavericks. It was man, it was it was a rough game. Uh, they lost 103 to 84. They only scored 13 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, a lot of that was just they couldn't hit anything. I mean, outside mm-hmm. of Shea. It, he really had no help whatsoever. And when Lou Dort goes out, you know, halfway through the game, he's playing 16 minutes. He doesn't come back after halftime. You start Teo Maladone, and you realize the Thunder are about to get a really, really good loss here against a luca Mavs. Yeah, it, it was a weird decision to want to 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 start Mallard in the second quarter. It seemed in the second half. It seemed like a, a very wise and and thoughtful tanking decision. Yeah, to me, agreed. Like, agreed. Like you have a guy that is frisky, that is on a. I, I, it's not on a tear, but it was on a good run um, in Trey Man, and yeah. you you start. Teo, he played good enough defense, don't get me wrong. Uh, He made a huge uh, play in transition to avoid what could have been the only transition point of the night. Um, (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Yeah, so so very, very good on on Teo. Um, But for the rest, I mean, the guy is just... I don't know. Whatever on offense is yeah. is struggling, struggling mightily to to find himself. I think. Yeah. I remember us being extremely excited after our first few preseason game last year. Yeah. He was like shooting the ball very well, mm-hmm. and now all that seems long gone. Yeah, there's just there's just not a whole lot to him. You know, there's just a mm-hmm. not, not a lot going on there when he's on the court that makes you believe that he's going to be able to to be anything but a guy that's done after his rookie scale. 
you know, he's not even on a rookie scale. He's on a second round deal. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't really understand the decision at all because Trey man only played 14 minutes last night. Like what's mm-hmm. the harm in giving him 24? No, you know? no harm. No, yeah, harm. I don't, he wasn't, I don't he get wasn't playing very good defense though. I have to admit that, that he, yeah. against the Lakers, he was better. Uh, yeah. The game before, was it against Toronto? Um, he was better. Mm-hmm. Um, last night, he wasn't really good uh, at defense. So yeah. I think that that, uh, that was his uh, share of uh, broccoli. Um, yeah. You have to eat them. So I suppose uh, it would have been yeah. a lot more fun to see more Trey Mann. That step back three he had last night. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. This, yeah. this space that he created on yeah. that particular shot was... Uh, and you could see it coming like yeah you could see that yeah there it is there it goes and it goes in wow yeah, yeah. no so it's sick. it's there you can you can sense that he's going to take one yeah and that the defender is already done with him yeah so it's um that is a feeling that you, you don't have mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. about nba players but yep. with Trey man it's clear i mean yep he got him yep that one mm-hmm. so it's um it's he, I mean, we all knew that the thing of Trey Man was that kind of movement. Yeah, yeah, and doing it, he, he hadn't really done it a whole lot at the NBA level, but he's starting to get comfortable, and yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun to watch. Yes. Um, rough night from Giddy, you know. Overall, <laughs> six points, seven boards, four assists, a steal, and a block, four turnovers. Uh, he didn't look particularly comfortable last night. He drove the lane and got stopped and didn't really know what to do. Kind of had to turn around and pass it out. So, you know, he's learning, he's figuring some stuff out. Um, and then a fine night from Shea, 18 points on 15 shots. It's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. Four boards, five assists, two blocks. He did have two nice blocks last night. It's good to see Shea get in there and use his length. Like that. And then really, I mean, the big story is Dort, you know, and how important he is to this team. Like Kevin O'Connor actually wrote on The Ringer today. This And this this is coming from somebody who has watched every, probably close to 80% of Marcus Smart's career. Mm-hmm. He said Dort is better than Marcus Smart. He said he's, he's better. He's a better player. Um, hmm. That is a that is an interesting take. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I agree 100. percent I I think that I got a message in. I, I did an AMA or or something that was commenting yeah. on one of the posts. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, that said that his off ball defense is not there yet, hmm. and this is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see many times where he's late in closing out situations. So I think that offensively, yeah, I can see why. He, um, KOC said that he's better um, yeah. on ball defense. He's as good as, as it gets. He's yeah. not Tybal. He's not yeah. there uh, with with the best version of Marcus Smart. Um, but he's good. He's very good. Yeah. But the off ball defense needs to come. Um, yeah. I mean, and it's the, the 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 difference between guys like him and and Ray. I mean, Ray was yeah. insanely good at both. Yeah. He was never in the wrong spot, never late to a closeout. Mm-hmm. And same was Paul George. I mean, less of a on-ball defender, but 
the way in which Paul played the passing lane was insanely effective. And part of it is length, um, being 6'3", 6'4". It helps Yeah, when you're 6'8". And have great exactly arms. Yeah. The, the the two players that I mentioned were six seven and six eight, yeah. so that is, there is a like um, natural advantage, uh, but still, I mean there are guys like Chris Paul that never miss a beat um, unless they decide to on off ball defense. Yeah. Also, Dort's twenty two. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I feel like that that stuff is on its way with Lou. I I would be. I would be shocked if he didn't get it. I mean, think about this. Like Andre was 22 when he came into the league and didn't play mm-hmm. very much at all his first season. He played more oh, yeah. his second season, more his third, and then like hit his peak in his fourth season. And he's 25 by then. Mm-hmm. You know? This is like Lou's already had like quite a bit of time in the NBA and is figuring things out and is and part of KOC's point was that he's a much better offensive player than Smart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the fact that he has learned how to drive and finish and, like, just barrel in to the chest of people. And, like, we discussed this last week where you barrel in, you hit the chest, and then you're going up. You know, it's not all at once. Like, that's a huge deal. I mean, and Andre was a great player for the Thunder. I don't want to diminish what he did, but the guy never averaged more than six points per game. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Um, um, and I'm, uh, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm oh, I'm not saying that you're comparing the of today. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm just saying that. Maybe, maybe even Thunder fans, to a degree, are underrating who Lou is and what he can be. Which sounds maybe that sounds crazy, and maybe it's just like a portion of the fan base that is, but. Like Lou could be a real building block for oh, a yeah. team, like oh, a yeah, very no real building block. No, I I wanted to be like a little bit, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe in, uh, not harsh, but critique of of Lou's defense because everyone yeah. say, um, like he's a great defender. I I think that he's a very very good on ball defender. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we need to realize that off ball defense is as important. Sure. Than, 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 and and again. I'm not projecting Lou Dort. Like I'm saying, probably today, if you have to win a basketball game tomorrow, I'm not sure you you pick Lou, uh, or at least it's a debatable whether you pick Lou or Marcus Smart. Um, sure. I think you pick Lou over uh, over a guy like Matisse Thybul, uh because the the offense is really really low uh, for Matisse. That's, but hey, that's the Andre comp. Yeah, is Matisse exactly like Matisse yeah. is the Andre Robertson comp. You know, yeah. and that's and that's I mean that's great for the Sixers to to have that, but yeah, we those know guys the, can win you games. They can win you as games, we saw. but they also provide a ton of limitations offensively yeah. that you have to deal with in one way or another. And Andre dealt with it by being a, a being a better ball mover is how he yes. dealt with it. And screener, yes, screen, yes, exactly. They'd run screen and rolls for him, and that was when he was that's when he was at his best. Whenever he yes. could set a screen for Russ roll to the hoop and be and really be in the dunker spot. You know, they did that a lot whenever he played with Russ and KD is that they would leave him in the dunker spot. And that's, that's about the best place you can put him. So it will be interesting to see where Matisse lands. Hopefully he can have a little bit more confidence because it was all confidence with Andre. Like it really yeah. was. And, and mechanical issues. Like the shot was never going to pin out. Like it was, rough. it was just, 
like too weird. And it was too weird. And he knew it was weird. Everything felt weird about it. And Lou, yeah. like to lose credit, I had worried about that a little bit with him in his first season here. That perhaps things will be things could get weird for him too because he's missed he missed a lot of threes his first season, and yeah. he doesn't lack <laughs> any confidence whatsoever, which is something. Obviously, like everybody that gets to the NBA has a level of confidence, you know, mm-hmm. that's like pretty high in comparison to probably most people, but the what he's been able to achieve so far in his career is pretty it's pretty outstanding i mean he's 22 (laughs) years old and in his third season he's 17 three and almost two assists almost a steal shooting 33 percent from three man they're gonna they're gonna miss him a lot because making up 17 points with this roster is (laughs) not easy it is not easy because he not only does he get you points but he also helps create looks for others because he is so willing to just drive the lane and get downhill and just push and push and push and then also the point of attack defense like who's who's the point of attack defense now you know like he's a very good (laughs) one-on-one defender when they play and it is it's i don't know if he's going to be out against the pelicans i don't i don't know yet um but if he is, it's kind of one of the more important games for him to not play <laughs> this season. You know, it, just it, unleash, unleash, man, and forget about defense. Yes, uh, unleash oh, uh, all often, or or just play Kenrich if yeah. you really want to have a stabilizing yeah. force in the starting unit. Sure. Um, probably neither will happen. Uh, I'm sure that someone like Ty Jerome or Tail Maladon will get to start this game. Yeah, I would guess. I would, I mean they. I don't know. Or basically NJRE plus a center. That can happen as well. Yeah. Shout to Baisley. I'll say his name today. He played pretty well last night. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I would not say well. Um, as I mentioned today in the Thunder After Dark, I said, well, yes, tonight you don't get broccoli just because they already gone for yeah. all your, your teammates. He made some <laughs> nice passes. He didn't take too many shots. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's, it was one of the better versions of him. That you're yeah. And he played good defense on yeah. KP. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't knock him last night. I can't knock him last night. He, he gave the effort. He was, and he was just kind of, he gets a little weird after games sometimes, especially when he's on the podium and he gets to talking you know, I don't know. He's just a, he's just a different kind of guy, Darius Baisley. But I'll say his mm-hmm. name. Shout out to Darius Baisley today. Um, yeah. Man, they marksman so, Darius Baisley. Yeah, they played so many guys last night. They played thirteen guys, I think. That's just it was just a mm-hmm. lot. And not too much. It's interesting. Like there's just no Isaiah Roby, just like none. You know. <laughs> yeah, handling Isaiah Roby and Ty Jerome has been extremely weird and perplexing. Like, yeah, I mean, what you, is play, their you role? play favors and Muscala. I don't know. Like, I, I, part of me, part of me just feels like, what are we doing with Derek? You know, like I love you look, that he looks like giant Dort, but I'm just like, other than that, I'm just like, what are we doing here? Because he started him in the second half, the last two games, and it just feels, it just feels a little bit just like, what are, like, what's the, what's the point here? Like, why don't keep him happy? 
I guess, but like, what is an unhappy giant Dort doing? Like, I don't know. That's just a weird one to me. I have no idea. It's a weird one to me. Like, they, what's he going to do? Like, what is what is Derek Favors going to do if he's upset? But maybe it's not even like he's there. Yeah. He doesn't complain complain a lot, so he, he plays. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in the summer, someone will say, "Hey, we'll give you a three year deal that is bad if you give me favors, and I'll give you also a pick for that." I say, okay, yeah. So you maybe want favors. to keep him, yeah, happy. The agency, like, keep the agency in check and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or even sitting Mike. Like Mike's not going to care about sitting. You know, you really want to watch Mike. Like he's good. He is good. I like him. I just don't want to. I just don't want to win very many more games. And Mike is is helpful in the winning games department. <laughs> yeah, I know. The space that he provides is is the is like the blueprint for what this team needs. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to come from the center position. I think it is helpful if it comes from the center position. But if just having somebody that teams have to scramble to. How much do you think about Jabari Smith when you say stuff like that? I I kind of think of of him a lot. I'm trying to guard my heart a little bit because Mm -hmm. he would be... You think he'll raise? He would be really good for this team. Mm. Um, I don't know that I'd pick him number one, but if the Thunder get the second or third pick, I'd have to think really hard about him yeah. being the guy. I'd have to think really hard. I think I'd still take Paolo number one um, at this point just because the guy, like the, the Thunder still are just desperate for somebody that can go get him a bucket and mm-hmm. he's going to be able to do that. And if they can get him in the Thunder program and get him to play defense at a good enough level, like now you're really cooking. You know? Yes. That's yes. That's kind of my my feeling on that. Uh, okay, we, this is not going to be a very long show today. We both have extremely busy days. Um, <laughs> I've got a lot going on. I do want to talk a little bit about the Lakers game. the The Trey Man dunk was unbelievable Friday night, and I was so I, I think everybody in the the arena was kind of shocked when it happened, and. I was floored. I just, I didn't even know that was in his bag at all. Yeah. So I went to YouTube and looked, I just combed through YouTube. Trey man dunk, Trey man highlights, Trey man. There's nothing. There's nothing. He's never done that. And so afterwards, yeah, that's good. afterwards I was just like, I asked him, when was the last time you dunked like that in a game? And he said he hadn't done it since his junior year of high school. He had said in his junior year of high school, he had one similar to that. That was four years ago, by the way. That's insane. Because he, he and he said, and I said, listen, I've looked through YouTube and I couldn't find it. And he said, yeah, he said, I, he said, I tried to dunk twice and missed twice in college. And that was it. He said, I never dunked in college, never finished a dunk in college. It is, and it's just a little perplexing that he can just rear back and and do that. And he never dunked in college, and didn't dunk his senior year of high school. Um, I asked Mark about it. I said, "Have you ever seen him do that before?" He said that he two weeks ago he he did he did something similar to that in practice, and he said 
he said that he told one of the other coaches that maybe we need to start th- making or uh, drawing up lob plays for Trey because he can get up like that. Um, but that was just that was really something because I didn't know he had that in his bag at all. Because like we watched like a bunch of synergy on him, mm-hmm. and he never did that. Like he's just kind of oh, finishing no, 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 no. fancy. You you almost don't even under you almost don't even know how athletic he is. You know, watching him at Florida. Like mm-hmm. he didn't really use his athleticism, and some players don't. Like some players are crazy athletic, and they don't play like it in game. Mm-hmm. Like Trey, Trey was just a little bit different. Um, Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Also, Dwight Howard was really on one on Friday night. Um, one, he took, so there's this mat. It's like a sticky mat that they have in front of the scores table, and they mm-hmm. before it's a, they put a new one down every game. The players have to rip off the plastic of it so they can get like the stickiness. I don't really understand it. I've never used it. Anyways, but I always see them take off this like plastic wrap stuff off the top of it and they take it and they usually either hand it to like the the ball boy or they hand it to somebody at the scorer's table who throws it away. Dwight Howard takes it and he chunks it up into the air. Well, I'm like furiously working on something for Slam and Jam during a timeout and I see him throw something. But then I, I look up just in time for this plastic, this wad of plastic that he's wadded up to hit me right in the head. Um, so that's like Dwight Howard, number one. I was just like, wow, Dwight Howard just threw something at me. Um, and then he, <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious. There was a guy kind of heckling him a little bit in the stands. Mm-hmm. And Dwight went over and there's this box. So at every 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 team has a box of gum. The Thunder have a big box of gum. Every away team brings this box of gum. And it has like any kind of gum that you would ever desire in this box. And so he goes over to the box of gum, takes out a piece and, and tells the guy that his breath stinks. He can smell it from here and he throws a piece of gum to him. Uh, it was just unbelievable. Just an unbelievable time um, watching Dwight there on the sidelines. All right, McKellie, before... We get to the Thunder's upcoming schedule. I just want to remind everybody that this Thursday, December 16th, at Shopgood in Automobile Alley, downtown OKC, from 6 to 8 p.m., Poku will be there, live, signing Poku packs. So you can buy a Poku pack at shopgoodokc.com slash Poku, or you can buy them in-store, Either that night or beforehand, you can go shop at the Chisholm Creek location, kind of near Edmond, or you can go downtown and get them there. But Poku will only be downtown, so don't show up at Chisholm Creek on Thursday night. You'll still get cool clothes and cool Thunder stuff and everything that Shopgood brings you, but no Poku. So 
be there Thursday night, Automobile Alley, December 16th, 6 to 8 p.m. So, all right, schedule. What do you think happens in the New Orleans game? I think if Dort doesn't play, I think the Pelicans win. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice way to to get back in a, into a losing streak, I think. Especially yeah. if Muscala plays very little. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, they, they rest someone else. Just, I know that they are afraid of another Memphis kind of game, but I sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, they, they may be. They may be afraid of that. But yeah, and then they have the, they have the Clippers, of, which no. is like the uh, the no lose game. Like it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, but I think they 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 will go. Especially if Lou doesn't play uh, both games, they will they'll probably lose both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pelicans, the Pelicans one is is the big one, and then they get Memphis again in Memphis on yeah. Monday, December twentieth, so a week from today. So not, yeah, but not that, very that many is, games. This is going week. to be kind of nice. a challenging game. I think that for that game, they will, especially if if Lou plays, they will be up for the challenge this time. Oh, I agree. They will play hard. They will at least not lose by seventy-three. We can promise you that. That's 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 a good guess. (laughs) Oh man! All right, I got to bounce. I've got four things going on right as we speak. So thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate everybody who tuned in on the stream, and we will talk to you guys again on Wednesday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.